Hello, party people. Welcome to take six of the Contact Buzz, brought to you by High On Sports. The Contact Buzz is a weekly preview show of the biggest college and pro football games of the weekend. My name's Willie. I'm one of the hosts of the High On Sports podcast, and I'm going to preview a few of the biggest games in college and pro football. Not only will I be briefly analyzing these games, but I'm also going to tell you who's going to win. So if you want to get rich, listen to me. Thanks for listening, and let's get on with this weekend's game. All right. This week, we're going to start off with college football again. Uh, the college football slate, the people, is very, very poor this weekend. Um, a lot of... Uh, a lot of all the big top 25 teams are playing their patsy games this weekend. Uh, there's not a lot of um, not a lot of good matchups today or this weekend. So um, we're going to talk about just one game, uh, and you can probably guess which game I'm going to talk about. But uh, we're going to I'm just going to give you an, an analysis of one game, and then I'm going to pick uh, about six, five or six more. Uh, just give you the winners. Uh, but the game I'm going to be analyzing is, of course, my Tennessee Volunteers versus the Missouri Tigers. Um, this game is uh, going to be played at Neyland Stadium at 2.30 Central Standard Time. It's on CBS. Yay, we get to hear Gary Danielson some more. Yay. <laughs> Not a big Gary Danielson fan, if you can tell. Um, and uh, But he likes Alabama, at least. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, that's uh, that's the only bad thing about uh, the CBS game is having to listen to Gary Danielson. Um, for us Tennessee fans, it's not much better if you turn the uh, sound down and turn on the radio because our radio broadcast is not much better. Uh, our radio guy, Bob Kessling, uh, God love him. He was a Tennessee. He played football at Tennessee. He's a grad. He's an alumni. He's a vol for life, but... God, he sucks on the radio. Um, I, I'm sorry. You know, I just, uh, they need somebody else in there to do, to make that. He's not very exciting. Um, he's been doing it ever since John Ward retired. Um, just can't get into it. Just can't get into him. Um, he just doesn't make it very exciting. That's it. I mean, he just kind of, it's like he's doing game on TV, but he's on the radio. He doesn't describe hardly anything. He doesn't give you the score often enough um he's better at that than he used to be but still not good enough but uh anyway this game um you know Tennessee needs one more win out of the next two games either this one or at Vanderbilt next week uh to get a to get bowl eligible they're sitting at uh four or five and five right now um could finish up seven and five if they went out, which is great. Which would be a great season for Jeremy Pruitt and what he inherited. Um, this marks the return of Derek Dooley, the man who almost single handedly ruined the program. Um, he is Missouri's offensive coordinator. It's the first time he's been back to Knoxville since he's been since he was fired from from the job from the head coaching job at Tennessee. Um, kind of, kind of anxious to see what the crowd's going to do. Um, of course he's up in the booth, so you won't see him that much. You see him; pre, he'll be on the field pregame. Uh, but other than that, he'll be up in the booth. Uh, I'm sure they'll show him a few times on camera with his slick sunglasses on and 
everything. So uh, anyway, you know, I don't know if that makes much of a difference, him being a former coach or not. But uh, Tennessee uh, needs to come out and needs to, to play like they did against Kentucky. Missouri has a lot better offense than Kentucky did. Um, but they can be scored on. Missouri's defense is not that great. Um, Kentucky's defense was a lot better. Let's put it that way. Now, Missouri does have some pass rushers. Um, the good thing is, is a couple of their defensive backs are not going to play. Um, so that helps. Um, and they also got their stud tight end not playing. His name's Albert O. And, uh, it's actually Albert O. Macaroni. It's a long last name. It starts with an O. So everybody just calls him Albert O. But he's one of the best tight ends in the league. And uh, he's out with an injury this week, which helps Tennessee's defense. But they do get back wide receiver uh, Emmanuel Hall. He is a speed burner. He can take the top off of defense. Um, so he's going to be something. He's going to be, you know, he's got to be reckoned with. Um, Pruitt's going to have to have a good game plan. Um, to stop him. Drew Locke, hell of a quarterback. I mean, he is a good quarterback. Can throw the ball all over the yard, can make all the throws. I don't know Don't know if he'll be a first-round NFL pick or not, maybe late first round, but uh, he's got the arm. He's got a professional arm, let's put it that way. I don't know about – I don't know about the rest of his game, but he can make every throw that the NFL needs. Um, but he will throw on you. Um, they got a decent running game, so Tennessee's defense is going to have to be on on its game. Um, but I think, you know, with Dooley being there, they've kind of – they're pretty much even as far as run and pass. They uh, Last year they were a throw it all over the place. Um, Josh Heupel was their offensive coordinator last year. He's gone to UC, uh, UCF now, and uh, they were just uh, throw first and second and then maybe run if they had to. Uh, Derek Dooley's kind of come up and even even things up. He, he runs and, and passes both about equal. So it's a whole, it's a whole different defense than, than Locke's used to playing. But uh, – but he's a good quarterback. Tennessee's got to be on their on their game to stop him. Um, Jarrett Garantano uh, has broken the record um, that was for, held for 15 years by Casey Clawson uh, with 146 consecutive passes without an interception. Of course, he's still going, so if, uh, he can just keep adding to that, adding to his record uh, Saturday. So. If he, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, Garantano's not going to wow you with his stats. He's not Drew Locke by any stretch. But he's a good passer. He's completing about 65% of his passes. He's only thrown two picks all season. I mean, come on. What do you want? Um, he's got some receivers that'll go get the ball. Tennessee does not have that speed burner. Um, they got some guys that are quick, but they got some really good receivers that'll go get the ball. Juwan Jennings, not 100% for this game, but he's going to play. He's a dog. He's going he's gonna to do whatever it takes. Um, he just likes to win. And uh, if you saw him last week against Kentucky, there was a play that uh, it was an end around that Tennessee ran, 
And Jawan Jennings blocked three Kentucky Wildcats at once. It was awesome. Uh, that's what kind of player that Jennings is. Um, he's not a selfish player. Uh, he's from some of his actions over the past, you know, last year, um, you would think that. But he loves Tennessee and he loves playing for Tennessee. And, you know, I don't think he's 100% healthy, but he's going to give everything he's got. And he's going to do that to win. Uh, so, you know, Ty Chandler's coming back. Um, he played against Kentucky. He's he's going to be all right. Um, we are going to get our defensive backs, Trayvon Flowers and Bryce Thompson back. Thompson, kind of a head injury. Um, Trayvon Flowers, I don't know. I think it was an ankle injury that he had. Um, but both of them should be back. So that'll help the that'll help out, and uh, especially with Emmanuel Hall. Um, Drew Locke, uh, going back to him, he is 187 yards away from, from passing Georgia quarterback David Green for second all-time in career yards in the SEC. Right now he's sitting at 11,342 yards for his career. If he passes for 187 more yards, which you probably will get Saturday, um, he'll be in second place all-time. Uh, the first place is another Georgia quarterback, and I can't remember his name right now, um, but uh, he holds the all-time record for uh, passing yards. And so Locke will move into – I don't know if Locke has a chance to get close to him or not. I'm not sure. I haven't. I didn't look up those numbers, but I do know he's 187 yards from being in second place. Um, he'll pass Derek, David Green. He should anyway on Saturday. Um, you know, this is a tough one. You know, Missouri is coming, you know, they're, they're kind of getting themselves back on the map. You know, everybody thought that, uh, Barry Odom, their coach, uh, was in trouble. Um, couldn't win, you know, any, he hadn't beaten a ranked team and finally did that he, against Florida, at Florida, a good win, which, uh, and if they went out, if they they have this game Saturday and a game against Arkansas next week, next Friday I believe the day after Thanksgiving, and they can go eight and four, which is a uh, pretty good season. You know that was a lot better than everybody was expecting uh, for him. So, and if they win both of these game, both of those games, they can finish up the SEC season at four and four. So. Nine win season if they win their bowl game, so that's uh, you know that's something to play for. Um, you know this Tennessee Missouri game's always been a wild one. It's never low scoring. Um, crazy things have happened in this game in the past. Um, right now Missouri's favored by six, and the over under is fifty seven. So, um, you know I just. I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to take in this game. Tennessee's got riding high with some momentum. Uh, after that Kentucky win, that upset of Kentucky, a ranked team themselves, they were number 11 or 12 in the country when Tennessee beat them, and they beat them pretty good too, 24-7. to 7. So Tennessee's defense is playing good. Um, you know, it is, it is in Neyland Stadium, which is uh, starting to get to be a hard place to play. Um I don't know. Missouri, to me, is hungry. And, again, 
Um, I hate to go against my guys, but my pick's going to be Missouri over Tennessee in a close one. Uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game, though, so definitely take the over in this one. But I'm going to pick Missouri to win this one. Um, I would say both teams score in the 30s at least, uh, maybe in the 40s and 30s. So um, as much as I hate to say it, I love my Vols, and I hope I'm wrong again, kind of like I was last week when I picked Kentucky over Tennessee, but I'm going to pick Missouri over Tennessee. All right. Now, I'm not really going to talk about any more games. That was the only game I'm – the Tennessee-Missouri game was the only one I'm really going to analyze because, just, folks, there's just not a lot of great games this week. Um, everybody else in the SEC – if it's not a high-profile game, um, well, you don't have any high-profile games. All the big top teams are playing cupcakes this week um, before their big rival games at you know after Thanksgiving. So this week's kind of kind of uh, kind of bad. There's only a couple of top twenty-five matchups. One of those being Notre Dame of Notre Dame and Syracuse. Um, Notre Dame better watch out. Um, they're playing in New York, um, and if you haven't seen Notre Dame's uniforms for this game, ugh, God, they're terrible. They've got pinstripe. They're playing at Yankee Stadium, and they've got pinstripe pants like the Yankees wear. Uh, it's bad. A navy blue jersey and a navy blue helmet. Um, it's the Shamrock Series. Um uh, you know, it's in New York. I think, you know, Dino Babers, the uh, Syracuse coach, is a pretty good pretty good coach, and he knows how to win big games. Um, again, I don't want to go in too far with this game, but I think, you know, it's going to be a good close game. Um, I think Notre Dame gets Ian Book, their quarterback, back, uh, which I think they'd need him against Syracuse's defense. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick Notre Dame over Syracuse. Um, more games of interest that I'm going to pick this week. I'm going to pick Clemson over Duke. Texas over Iowa State in another top 25 matchup. Uh, UCF over Cincinnati. A college game day at ESPN is going to be at UCF, who desperately, desperately think they need to be in the college football playoff talk. I just don't – I don't see it. They're not as good. They would get killed by any of the four teams or five or six teams right now, top five or six in that college football playoff poll. I mean, UCF's good, but they're UCF. They just don't have that strength of schedule. Um, they've won 22 games in a row. That's what their fans are banking on. Um, I think this one's actually a top 25 matchup too. I think Cincinnati's ranked like 24th or 25th. Um, but again, it's not a marquee matchup. So that's why, you know, I'm not really going too deep, too deep with it. But uh, I would definitely take UCF over Cincinnati. And then uh, my last pick for uh, the college football this week is Ole Miss over Vandy. Um, it's going to be in Nashville. Uh Vandy's still fighting for a bowl game as well. Um, they need this win, but Ole Miss can't go to a bowl regardless of what their record was. I don't think they have a good enough record even to make a bowl, but they can play spoiler, and they've got some good players. They've got some wide receivers on that team that are really, really good, some first-round NFL picks at wide receiver. 
Um, their Hawaiian quarterback, Tayamu, uh, is a pretty good thrower. I think he's going to come into Nashville and, and give uh, give Vandy some fits. So I'm going to – to recap, I've got uh, Missouri over Tennessee, Notre Dame over Syracuse, Clemson over Duke, Texas over Iowa State, Central Florida over Cincinnati, and Ole Miss over Vandy. That'll do it for the college picks for this week. Uh, it's not going to be a, as long of a show this week, but uh, I will uh, analyze a couple of the NFL games and, and make some picks on those two, and I'll be right back with those picks. Thanks. All right. We're back. I'm back with uh, this weekend's NFL games. Um, not a lot of uh, sizzle this weekend on the NFL games, but there's some decent games. Uh, one really good game. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it a lot, but uh, uh, it's a Monday night game, and uh, so I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. But uh First game I'm going to go talk about is my Oakland Raiders versus the Arizona Cardinals. Yay! That's <laughs> the bottom of the barrel bowl. Um, the Raiders have one win. Um, the Cardinals have two. Uh, both teams are fighting for that first pick in the draft. Uh, if you're the Raiders, just tank, baby. I'm going to say that every week. Um They've got three first-round picks in 2019 draft, in the 2019 draft. Um, looks like they're going to have the number one pick at least, but uh, if Dallas and Chicago keep winning, it's the other two picks they own. Um, those picks look like right now they're going to be in the 20s, uh, maybe the high teens or the 20s. The Bears are leading their division. Uh, Dallas is – just won a game that gets them kind of back in contention for that uh, NFC East or <clears throat> excuse me NFC, NFC East race, which nobody seems to want to take. So uh, I really need Dallas and Chicago to, to start losing. So Oakland's two picks uh, will be higher. I'd like to have a couple of top ten picks um, instead of one number one pick and. Uh, 19 and a 23 pick that uh, all the talent's gone uh, from what the Raiders need. But anyway, um, not much really to say about this game. Uh, it is in Arizona, which kind of helps the Cardinals. Um, you know, this might be a scoreless tie. <laughs> uh, um, who knows? They might tie. I don't know. Um Arizona is favored by five and a half in this game, and the over-under is 40 and a half. Wow. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is a betting man special right here, I guess. Um, yeah. Who to take? <laughs> um, you know, Gruden's doing it his way. Um, I think, you know, he's – He's going to say publicly that he's everybody's trying to win, and you know they're doing the best they can to win games. I, you know, I don't believe, I don't believe that. Um, and I think inside the building in Oakland, they're they're waiting for Las Vegas. They're wanting to strip this team down, 
and rebuild it. Uh, Gruden's got a 10-year contract, so he's not not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Um, so he's going to do this like he wants. And uh, he's, uh, you know, he thinks he can do it, then more power to him. Um, it's harder being a Raiders fan. Um, you know, a couple of years ago they were a playoff team and the things were looking up, and then now they're rebuilding again. Um, it's just hard. It's hard as a fan. Um, but, you know, hey, one of these days, um, I'm sticking with them. One of these days, um, they're gonna, it's going to pay off being a Raiders fan, and uh, I'll get to eat, you know, I'll make everybody eat crow. But uh, this game right here, um, <laughs> who to pick? I'm actually going to pick Arizona. Um, definitely taking the under in this game. Uh, 40 and a half points. I don't think the Raiders will score a touchdown. If they do, it would just be one. They might score 10 points. I don't see the Cardinals scoring a whole bunch. Um, something like one of those uh, 24 to 7 or uh, 28 to 3 games. Um, so I would take the under uh, with Arizona on this one. All right. The next game I'm going to talk about is uh, Tennessee Titans at Indianapolis Colts. Uh, this game is going to be at noon Central Time, Central Standard Time. Uh, right now, the line is Indy by a point and a half, one and a half points. The over-under is 49. Um, this is a big game for both teams. Um, both teams are coming off big wins. Um, the Titans, of course, is the biggest win. They're coming off the win against the Patriots. Who saw that coming? Um, I mean, they just... I'm not a Titans fan by any stretch, and God, those uniforms sucked last week. God, I, they look so much like a Canadian football team to me. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody. Um, if you like those uniforms, I don't. Um, you know, it's just a Titans thing to do to have this big jersey reveal, this big new uniform reveal, and nothing really changed that much. And they actually made it worse. Um, you know, the helmet. Helmet, the navy blue helmet looks good. They needed a different decal on the helmet. I'm, I know I say this every week. Um, really, the only one that I, uniform combination of theirs that I like is the white jersey and the navy blue pants. Um, other than that, I don't like many of them. I don't like the, the light blue or Columbia blue or whatever you want to call it. I don't like that color on the pants or the jersey. So, um, you know, get rid of it. I mean, not get rid of the color, but make it a trim color. Don't make it make navy and white your main colors. But anyway, I digress. Um, they're not my favorite team, so you know, <clears throat> at least they're winning. But uh, big, big win over. I have to give it to them. I have to give them some credit. I didn't see that coming. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. But they whooped up on Tom Brady and the old Patriots there. Um, Brady didn't – he just looked confused the whole game. And uh, big win, very big win. Um, that was a that's – a, that's one of those games that could turn around their season. You know, that's a game that could push throttle them and, and uh, thrust them into a playoff run. Um, you know, but the Colts coming off a big win themselves over – it's over the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. I know the Jaguars are having kind of a down season, but uh, – you know, the Colts, uh, the Colts have found them an offense. Um, 
Andrew Luck's playing good. They found him a running game. You know, they, they don't have a lot of big names on that team over besides Andrew Luck. So, you know, this is a game that uh, Tennessee's going to have to watch out for. Um, now, Tennessee's defense, like if you can take care of Brady like they did, then they shouldn't have any trouble with Luck. But uh, you never know. Um, you know, this game is in Indianapolis. It is the NFL. Anything can happen. So, who knows? Um, <clears throat> the... It's a big game because it's a it's a division game. Uh, Tennessee's already played. Um, this is the first time they played the Colts this year, but they've beaten the other two. They're they're two and zero in the division, and it's an AFC win. If you get that, if you get the win for both teams, it's an AFC win, and that goes a long way going towards playoffs or wild card, having that tiebreaker. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll have you know, I'll have. Uh, I have a division game. You know, you want to win those as as much as you can. Um, you know, if Tennessee wins, they'll be undefeated in the division anyway. The, the Colts. Um, I don't know the Colts' record right off the top of my head. I didn't. I didn't look that up. But uh, my pick for this game, I'm going to pick the Titans to win this one. I think the I think the momentum that they have from the last two weeks, actually, a big win against Dallas, even though it's not an AFC game, it helps them in the record, but really doesn't help them as far as the playoffs go in the AFC. But uh, you know, they're coming off a Monday night win off of at at Dallas, and then the home win last Sunday at or in Nashville against New England. Um, I think they're riding a wave. You can tell it in the. You know, the, the, the city's all hyped up about it. Um, listening to all the talk radio shows um, around town. You know, everybody's all excited about the Titans, saying they're back. Um, don't know if they're quite back yet, but they are playing good. Mariota's playing good, and uh, and the running game's starting to get a little bit better. Henry scored a couple of touchdowns against the Patriots. Um, you know, Mariota's looks like, he, like, looks like he's throwing the ball better. He's not wearing the glove any longer. So... Uh, I'm going to pick Tennessee. Um, I think you take the under. <clears throat> I think uh, 49 points. You know, that's maybe a 29 to 20 win um, for the 49. And I'm looking at something maybe like uh, 28 to 17 or 28 to 20. I know that's 48, but that's under. But uh, something to that effect, 24, 21. Something like that. So I'm definitely picking Tennessee, and uh, I think they'll get this. I think they'll get it done, and I think they'll go two games over 500, and uh, go a long way to winning that division. All right, now the other picks I have for the NFL. Um, again, that's the only two I'm really going to talk about. I do have. I'm going to say a few things about the Monday night game that I'll say something about it here in just a little bit. But my other NFL picks this week, I've got Atlanta over Dallas, New Orleans over Philadelphia, Minnesota over Chicago, and then the Monday night game uh, pairs the Los Angeles Rams versus the Kansas City Chiefs, um, two of the best teams in the league. Um, you know, the, the Rams are coming off a loss to the Saints, their first loss of the season, but uh, – you know, the Saints, probably the second best, if not the best. It's kind of 1-1A one, one with the Rams and Saints in the NFC. Uh, some people say that the Rams are the best team in the NFC. Some people say the Saints are the best team in the NFC. Um, 
It's six of one, half dozen of the other to me. It's going to be a good game. The Chiefs are definitely the class of the AFC. Um, this game was supposed to be played in Mexico City, but due to a Shakira concert or a couple of Shakira concerts at uh, Estadia, uh, I don't know the name of that thing. It's in Mexico City. It's where they play soccer. But uh, they had a couple of Shakira concerts, and then a lot of weather came in and made it, and it, the field just got tore up. And the league went down and looked at it, and they smartly called it off. You can't make guys – these guys are making way too much money to play on a bad field that somebody could get hurt that could affect – you know, this big of a game, you know, it could affect a lot of things. So I think they did the right thing. That They moved it to Los Angeles. I mean, the Rams are going to be the home team in this game anyway. Um, so they're moving it to the Coliseum, and, uh, you know, that might help um, the Rams a little bit. I mean, the tickets are still sold, so the Chiefs fans who are going to Mexico City just have to go to uh, Los Angeles now. So I think there'll still be a lot of Chiefs fans. Uh, the Chiefs seem to travel well, especially when their team's good. Um, I don't have the spread on this game, but uh, – I didn't look that up because it's just going to be one of my picks. And I wasn't really going to analyze it, but, you know, these two good teams, two good quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs, um, Jared Goff for the Rams, um, young coach in the Rams coach, and McVay against the old-timer with the Chiefs with Andy uh, – oh, I can't think of his name now. But, uh, yeah, you know him. Looks like a walrus. <laughs> he used to be the Eagles coach. <laughs> but Andy Reid, there you go. But uh, I think I'm going to pick the Rams over the Chiefs in this one. I think the Rams kind of get off the mat after that loss to uh, – well, actually, they not last week because they played the Seahawks last week and won. And uh, the Saints was two weeks ago. But I think they they came back with a big win versus Seattle at Seattle. So I'm thinking the Rams will stay on their winning ways. It's at home, so it's a Monday night game. Uh, so I think the Rams are going to be over Kansas City in that one. It's going to be a good game. Uh, it's a Monday night game. It's, best, it's the, it's the fir- first time in like 30 years that two one-loss teams have played this late in the season. So I think it's like the early 90s is when the last time this happened. So, um, like I said, I don't know the over-under or don't know the spread on this one, but I am just, as far as picking a winner goes, I'm going to pick the Rams. All right, well, that's going to wrap up my NFL picks for the week. Just to recap, um, my NFL picks, I've got uh, six picks that I'm going to, that I made, so... Just to recap those, I've got Arizona over Oakland, Tennessee over Indianapolis, Atlanta over Dallas, New Orleans over Philadelphia, Minnesota over Chicago, and Los Angeles Rams over Kansas City Chiefs. All right, guys, um, that's it for this weekend. Uh, That's all my picks. Uh, Kind of a slow weekend. Next weekend is going to be a lot better. Um, next week's Thanksgiving. It's hard to believe. Um, Thanksgiving's already here. Just seems like we just came back from 
July 4th in the summer and everything. Football season is just starting, and now it's already Thanksgiving. Um, it's crazy. But uh, next week's going to be a lot better games, both pro and college. So I'll uh, have a few more more anal- anal- analysis. Sorry about that. Um, to give you on next week. But uh, just want to let y'all know to be sure and listen to the High on Sports podcast. Um, we haven't done a show in a while on the High on Sports podcast. Uh, it's been a few weeks. Had some uh, studio issues. Um, we might be going in just a little bit different direction. Uh, I'll let you know. We are on Twitter at High on Sports 2. Um, so just be looking for us on Twitter. I'll give some – I do the Twitter – I run the Twitter page for the podcast. So just kind of keep looking at – keep get on Twitter and follow us and uh, and kind of be looking. I'll, I'll let you know when a new episode's coming up for High on Sports. Like I said, it might be a new format. Uh, it might not be. We might go back to the old way, but uh, just be listening for us. Um, but, uh, you know, we have fun. It's just some some studio issues that have come up and, uh, you know, at, at mediocre broadcasting. So uh, no big no big deal. No big deal. We'll get back on the horse somehow, either the old way or, or a new format. But uh, but listen to, to this show. Um the contact buzz, uh, you know, listen to my picks. Like I said, if you're better, take them. You know, I've got a pretty decent record. Um, if you look online on our website, www.highonsports.org, go to the contact buzz page. You can see my record. Um, you can also listen to the show straight from the website. You can listen to the High On Sports podcast. Um, any one of our episodes, we've got 29 or 30 episodes. Um uh, on the high on sports and this is take six of the contact buzz so take a listen uh you can also find our podcast on soundcloud or itunes um and also you know this is off the high on sports page the contact buzz so if you just look up high on sports um on soundcloud and itunes you'll find the contact buzz uh with willie so uh which is me so, you know, go and uh, and give us uh, on iTunes and, and give us a rating. Give me a rating on how I'm doing, how you think I'm doing. Uh, this is the first time I've ventured out by myself and doing my own podcast. Uh, it's kind of fun. I like it. You know, I'm just here at my house doing it in just a home studio. But uh, I have a good time. I like doing it. Um, you know, something something different. And I hope you guys enjoyed. I like picking games. I love watching football. Once football season's over and we get into the – well, we'll do the bowl games and things like that, and then uh, we'll turn our attention towards hockey and some soccer. I know some of you guys like soccer. Uh, some, I'm not going to go into all soccer, but I'll go into some of the bigger English Premier League games and things like that, Champions League. Um, but we'll get really big time into hockey. Uh, so once football season's over with, um, we'll go to hockey and I'll give some picks in those and, and go from there. But, uh, yeah, give me a rating. Tell me how I'm doing on my team. You know, you can just go on the high on sports page and just make a comment about the contact bud. Um, but again, that's it for this weekend. Like I say every week, know your limit and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye, everybody.